Building a Digital State. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Nikhil Deshpande, Chief Digital Officer for the state of Georgia. Welcome, Nikhil. Glad to be here. So for what digital services are you and your teams actually responsible for for the state of Georgia? In 2017, uh, the state of Georgia launched the Office of Digital Services, and the whole idea was to make sure the services that citizens are interested in are made citizen-centric for the longest time, just like any other organization that has had a maturity curve uh, in citizen-centric service delivery. Uh, we were also designing and developing systems which was very technology-centric. And uh, we decided that this is just not working out because you know the trends were changing, citizen expectation was changing. So we needed we needed an office, we needed a central uh, team that worked with different state agencies to make sure that these services are truly geared towards the citizens. And uh, we've started working with them, trying to get a sense of like what their expectations were and what their usage patterns were, what their frustrations were, what the barriers were. And then we started, you know, kind of slowly working with other agencies to make sure like how can we improve existing services. Uh, the way Georgia is structured is every agency pretty much runs their own service. Uh, that is not, not a centralized team that works on all the services. So the development teams are varied. Um, but because the digital services team is new enough, uh, one of the key projects that we started out with is our primary information service, which is a website system for all the state agencies. Um, we have a total of you know, some between 150 to 200 websites, state websites that um, our citizens use pretty heavily. Most of our transactions happen at the web level, um, but the websites kind of were not aligned with each other. So every department were doing their own thing. So the first thing for us to do was to kind of build that trust that if this information is being provided by the state, then it needs to look like it's coming from one body and not multiple, um, organizations. So that was our first project was to build a digital system that would host content and the whole concept of the single source of truth that it comes from one place and it needs to be syndicated across it just goes from one place is the system the first project that we worked on was that and we are still working on it. Uh, we are about 70% in migrating websites from our legacy system into this new system and uh, I would say first quarter of next year we will be pretty much launched into this new system with a uh, good digital API centric service delivery. In, in the role of, of launching this, you said about two years ago, I don't know if you said that, but about two years ago is when you actually took the current role. What kind of challenges have you faced in implementing that? I guess the biggest um, challenge has been just education and uh, getting people to understand what is this digital um service delivery concept uh, everyone is very focused on their piece of what needs to happen from a technology perspective from a service delivery perspective but the whole idea of like the end user is our citizen who may not be equipped with the equipment that we are assuming that they will be using so i think a lot of that mindset was um something that was new for uh, a lot of the folks and it's not that we had a challenge of resisting that, but it was just more around like we were trying to uh, convey what we were trying to do and a better service that is delivered with a constituent focused mindset only makes and helps everyone else uh, successful. Um, and with our 
overall uh, direction from uh, we had an administration change last year and that has really been like a really good uh, initiative by our governor as well as to provide constituent centric services and just is essentially making it really easy for the constituents to interact with the state we are very aware that you know not many people choose to interact with government at any level so just make it as easy and quick for them so they can come in interact and get going with what they are doing in their daily life so uh, from a educational perspective i think it was a good you know kind of few months for us to convey what we were trying to do and then once we started implementing that one look and feel for the entire state um, it was also uh, it took some time for agencies to realize that yeah we are all representing as the state of Georgia and we are not just a department of this and department of that um, so to kind of give up that they were not giving up but just you know in in the previous world uh they're all settled on a personal brand or a you know like a organization brand but then it needed to be we are one state we are one state of georgia um dealing with our citizens so that's a, a, certainly a challenge i think many organizations face internally outside of uh just government right so another question i have how have you implemented conversational interfaces and you know, speaking of the public, how do you think they've been received by the public? Conversational interfaces are uh, really interesting because all the trends show that's where things are going. Uh, but end of the day, it is another channel. Uh, I think the key is to make sure that the messaging is coming from the right source. Uh, the way we headed out doing this was um, we built an Alexa skill. It was a pilot project to really kind of see, can we do something um in order to build a centralized content platform that can syndicate content to a conversational channel um, and we were able to do that with our legacy system so when we build the new system that feature is basically uh, native to the new platform um, conversation uh, interfaces are really interesting because a certain demographic by um i guess um you know their ease they are very comfortable dealing with conversational interfaces and you would find certain demographics that are just not gonna at certain age levels that are just not gonna be comfortable dealing with them so um we have to really kind of be careful about like how much we rely on them uh we rolled out ask georgia gov as an alexa skill um about a year and a half ago and we saw that you know there was like a certain uptick in the initial months after we rolled it out and uh, we introduced it but what truly happened was because we wanted to make our content that was already existing on georgia gov um, conversation ready for these interfaces to pick from the website itself uh, it made our website extremely seo friendly and without installing the skill where alexa just would answer those questions, um, they started picking the same content and started delivering that. So I think the biggest lesson learned from that was, you know, having a conversation ready digital presence really starts with making your content conversational ready. And now we can totally see that not only because we redid our content, you know, we strategized our content for Alexa, but automatically uh, you know natively we are also compatible with google home or any other conversational um, device that would come and just automatically just you know connect with us to kind of seek that content 
what are some of the goals that you hope to achieve for the state in the coming year? Our biggest goal is to truly mature our digital presence. At this point, we have thousands and thousands of pages as part of our web presence through every agency that has a lot of information, a lot of documents. Um, not all of them are used, right? So we truly need to mature as a state in content delivery and services delivery and have a consistent finger on the pulse of our end users, which is our citizens, our constituents, because the trends keep changing, devices keep changing, and um, most organizations don't actively um, engage in exercises that, you know, we make ourselves aware of what's going on out there. Yes, we have some analytics, we keep an eye on like what's happening, but then what? Are, how are we actually connecting the dots? How does that truly really inform our strategy? So going forward, now that we have a pretty mature digital platform that will be serving our information layer, which is about 70% of what, you know, our constituents are looking for anyways, like they truly interact with us a lot at the information layer before they actually start transacting with us. Um, having that maturity there, that also leads us into the applications piece of it. And the applications at this point that are designed uh, seem a little different than what our modern websites look like, uh, but that should change because we have uh, worked on a design system and that design system truly should inform all the visual assets and elements to keep that experience consistent. So when we change technology behind the scene, it really should be you know, invisible to an end user. They should just see going from a page to page or a screen to screen, regardless of like what technology is serving up that information on that service. All right, Nikhil, what advice can you offer to state, regional and local governments about their own digital transformation efforts? I guess, I mean, the biggest lesson I learned from uh, the transformation that we have been through is um, none of this works unless you have an active user base engaged with you in your transformation efforts. So the biggest value we got was to constantly talk to our agency partners uh, because they their content managers are our immediate, you know, we call them as our customers pretty much, but also the end users because they are the final consumers of all the content and all the services. Um, any roadmap or any project uh, plan that we build have to accommodate for that particular input from those users. And the second key is like, we really need to treat our services as true products of what we are serving our constituents. And then it really needs to kind of go through the same maturity of any product you know, level thinking of what are the features that we are um, adding to it because it's an ongoing thing. A lot, of, a lot of the problems occur when we build services, we launch them and then they just sit there. Um, and this is true for any organization. It's not just you know, specific for Georgia, but if we truly start thinking them as mature products, because that's really where our end users are. They are so used to dealing with the Amazons and the Apples that they start expecting the same level of service from anyone and government is no exception. And if we kind of change that thinking and that mindset, I think we'll be a lot more successful and also efficient because once we start delivering based on what the consumers need, it is not only effective, but also cost efficient as well. 
Nikhil Deshpande, Chief Digital Officer for the state of Georgia. Thanks for joining us to share your story. If somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they want to find out more about your digital transformation process, how can they do that? Uh, three ways. Uh, I'm pretty um, active on LinkedIn and Twitter. And we also have digitalservices.georgia.gov as our, our website within our office, where we have a bunch of information already through several ways, blogs or case studies. But also, you know, we have our own uh, Twitter handle up there. So in any in, in ways, like, people can reach out to us and we'll be happy to assist with. Thanks again for joining us. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.